Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Acts, and we're still looking at Stephen. Stephen is getting ready to school, send the the council, these learned men. He's going to remind them of all the things that they've studied, all the things that they've learned, all the things that they've prided themselves in knowing. He's going to um, share his convictions He's going to defend his faith. Stephen launches into a speech about Israel's relationship with God. From Old Testament history, he showed that the Jews had constantly rejected God's message and his prophets, and that the current Jewish leadership had rejected the Messiah, Jesus Christ, God's Son. Let's listen to Acts chapter 7, verses 2 through 4, read from the New Living Translation. This was Stephen's reply. Brothers and fathers, listen to me. Our glorious God appeared to our ancestor Abraham in Mesopotamia before he settled in Haran. God told him, Leave your native land and your relatives and come into the land that I will show you. So Abraham left the land of the Chaldeans and lived in Haran until his father died. Then God brought him here to the land where you now live. Again, that was Acts chapter 7, verses 2 through 4, read from the New Living Translation. I'll be back with insights and we'll close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening and following my podcast, which can be heard almost anywhere podcasts are heard, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other platforms. Like and follow at Minutes Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, that was Acts chapter 7, verses 2 through 4, read from the New Living Translation. And I am using Enduring Word and Matthew Henry, and they're kind of meshed together so that it kind of makes sense. Stephen begins by, by uh, speaking to them as brethren and fathers, and he asks them to listen. He gives them not flattering titles, but respectful ones, signifying his expectation of fair treatment from them. They were ready to look upon him as an apostate from the Jewish church and as an enemy, just as they thought of the apostles and of the whole Christian movement. They thought that, you know, it was a false religion. It was uh, an apostate. But to make way for uh, their conviction to the contrary. Stephen addresses himself to them as brethren and fathers, forcing them to look on him as one of them, though they would not do so. 
Though he was about to tell them what they already knew, he be, he begs them to listen because they knew it all. They would not, would, uh, without very close application of mind, know how to apply what he's saying to the case before them. To the glory of God, Stephen begins by recounting Israel his, Israel's history in a way similar to Old Testament prophets uh, remind the Israelites of the nature of their covenant responsibilities to, to Yahweh, to God. He says that um, the glory of God appeared to our father Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia. At the very beginning, Stephen emphasizes that God, the God of glory, appeared to Abraham before he even came into the promised land. Not only was the temple unnecessary for the revelation of God's glory, the promised land itself was not necessary because God spoke to him before all of this. God was greater and is greater than either the uh, promised land or the temple. And this explained how Stephen was falsely accused of speaking against the temple. Stephen wasn't defending. He simply explained. So it is not as if Abraham was in Mesopotamia and God, perhaps from Mount Zion, many hundred miles away, shouted to him, Abraham! Come over here. I want you to come to the pal to Palestine. Rather, God appeared right there in Mesopotamia in all his glory. And that's according to Boise. And God tells him to get out of your country and from your relatives and come to a land that I will show you. God told uh, this to Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia. He begins with the call of Abraham out of Ur of the Chaldees, by which he set uh, Abraham apart to be a trustee of the promise, to be the father of the Old Testament church. His native country was an idolatrous country. That would be Mesopotamia, the land of the Chaldeans. First, God brought him out of the land of the Chaldeans, and he brought him to Haran, a midway place between that and Canaan. And for five years, that's where he was until his father was dead. Then he removed from that land uh, to Canaan, wherein you now dwell, is what Stephen told them. It should seem the first time that God spoke to Abraham, he appeared in some visible, visible display of divine presence as the God of glory to settle the correspondent with him. And then afterwards, he kept up uh, this correspondence and spoke to him from time to time as there was occasion without repeating his visible appearance uh, to to Abraham, and that's according to Matthew Henry. Stephen explained that Abraham did not immediately go to Canaan. He dwelt in Haran, and he did not immediately leave his relative relatives because his father came with him to Haran. Uh, 
Abraham's partial obedience did not take God's promise away. Instead, it meant the promise was on hold until Abraham, or Abram, is was, uh, what his, was what he was named until God changed his name, until he was ready to do what God said. The fulfillment of the promise didn't progress until Abraham left Haran and his father behind and went to the place God wanted him to go. Let's pray. Father, we thank you as we continue studying your word. We thank you as we look at Abraham, who would be a giant of the faith, who would be the father of the Old Testament church, who would be the father of many nations. And Father, we look at Abraham as an example of one who grew in faith and obedience. The promise was still kept, the promise you made to him, you kept, even though Abraham uh, kind of it was delayed until he followed your instructions. And God, sometimes that's how you have to get our attention. You tell us to do things, and we do it at our own time, and wonder why things aren't falling in place. It's because we're not following the instructions. We're not following the game plan. We're not following your leading. We're not following the leading of the Holy Spirit. Father, this week we're praying for uh, Christians in Algeria, North Africa. Father, we pray for those who are persecuted. We know that uh, the Christians who convert from Islam in that area are persecuted by the government and their very own family members. And they also face a variety of hardships from the local community. So God, we're asking for your prayer. We're putting a prayer covering on them. We're praying for angel protection for them in the name of Jesus. Father, we're thanking you for the um, young player, uh, Damar Hamlin. Thank you for his witness. Thank you for the progress he's making and praying for his healing to continue. We're praying for the churches and uh, nationwide. We're continuing to pray for... Um, Ukrainians as they not too long ago celebrated their Christmas. Father, so many needs and so many prayers and we cast them all to you on you because you care for us. And we're thanking you in advance for answered prayers. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.